Hi, welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is Thursday of Holy Week, and I am going to share a little bit about today. Um, wow, this journey to the cross um, feels so especially raw to me this year. Just some other things happening in my life, and I have actually found that these moments to be intentional and go through these scriptures has given me a a kind of a piece of being grounded in it all. Um, It's the studying and that feels both heart-wrenching and so um, fulfilling at the same time. So let's talk today about what happened on Thursday of Holy Week. You can read about the day's events across scripture, um, specifically portions of Matthew 26, Mark 14, Luke 22, and John 18. I want to start with just a little bit from Luke 18 and what was happening in that um, Jesus had sent the disciples to find where they would prepare the Passover meal. And the disciples found it exactly as Jesus told them they would the same with, you know, when he entered Jerusalem with the donkey, he told them what to do, what they would expect and what they would find. And it unfolded exactly like that. And it was the same situation here. And in Luke 22 verses 19 through 22, and I'm reading from the CSB, it says, and he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, gave it to them and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper and said, this is this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But look, the hand of the one betraying me is at the table for with me, for the son of man will go away as it has been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. Clearly, this Passover Seder, this meal was not like any other and and the conversations ranged from who would even think of betraying Jesus to who's the greatest and Peter saying that he would die for Jesus. But Jesus knew the truth the whole time and told Peter that he would deny even knowing Jesus three times before he heard a roast, a rooster crow. The one who would betray Jesus ran out of the home and to the temple and the agreement was made and there would be no turning back. After the meal, the group followed Jesus out to the Mount of Olives where in Matthew, um, we see that they sang a hymn, probably a psalm because that's what they had or a traditional song to the Lord. And, and Jesus told them to pray for him as he goes into the garden deeper by himself to pray. And three times he came out of the garden to find them asleep. And often when I read that passage, I think about, were they sleeping because they were just so tired? They couldn't stay awake. Were they sleeping because they knew the master was near and they were safe? Or were they sleeping because they didn't care? And I kind of lean towards they knew he was near 
and they weren't grasping what he was really telling them was going to happen. And they were just missing it. It wasn't um, intentionally trying to be disrespectful. It just happened. And that's where I want to pick up in John chapter 18. After Jesus had said these things, he went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley, where there was a garden, and he and his disciples went into it. Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, because Jesus often met there with his disciples. So Judas took a company of soldiers and some officials from the chief priests and Pharisees, and came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Then Jesus, knowing everything that was about to happen to him, went out and said to him, Who is it that you're seeking? Jesus of Nazareth, they answered. I am he, Jesus told them. Judas, who betrayed him, was also standing with them. When Jesus told them, I am he, they stepped back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, who is it that you're seeking? Jesus of Nazareth, they said. I told you I am he, Jesus replied. So if you're looking for me, let these men go. This was to fulfill the words he had said. I have not lost one of those you have given me. Then Simon Peter, y'all, I just love Simon. <laughs> he was just so real. Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it, struck the high priest's servant, and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. At that, Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword away. Am I not to drink the cup the Father has given me? The soldiers, the commander of the Jewish officials, arrested Jesus and tied him up. First, they led him to Annas, since he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year. Caiaphas was the one who had advised the Jews that it would be better for one man to die for the people. There are so many things about this day that are shady, <laughs> even in Roman and Jewish culture, to to have a trial like this, to to arrest Jesus in this manner, it just it goes against all grain. There is little to zero ethical behavior about it. Um, arrested under the dark of night on trial in the middle of the night, bounced from one to the next. It's just, it clearly this is what had to happen because it happened so wildly. Simon Peter was following Jesus as was another disciple. That disciple was an acquaintance of the high priest. So he went in with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard. But Peter remained standing by the door. So the other disciple, the one known to the high priest, went out and spoke to the girl who was the doorkeeper and brought Peter in. Then that servant girl who was the doorkeeper said to Peter, You aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? I am not, he said. Now the servants and the officials made a charcoal fire because it was cold. They were standing there warming themselves and Peter was standing with them warming himself. The high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching. I've spoken openly to the world, Jesus answered him. I've always taught in the synagogue and in the temple where all the Jews gather, and I haven't spoken anything in secret. Why do you question me? Question those who heard what I told them. Look, they know what I said. 
these things, one of the officials standing by slapped Jesus, saying, Is this the way you answer the high priest? If I've spoken wrongly, Jesus answered him, Give evidence about the wrong. But if rightly, why do you hit me? Then Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. They said to him, You aren't one of his disciples too, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, said, Didn't I see you with him in the garden? Peter denied it again. Immediately, a rooster crowed. Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas to the governor's headquarters. It was early morning. I'm going to stop there. This whole thing, so unorthodox, so impromptu, to accuse and convict an innocent man, that it's what had to happen. It's what had to happen. Jesus, I don't feel like I have words adequate enough to describe how this day makes me feel deep in my spirit. Clearly, the Lord, the Father, had a plan. We see it throughout Scripture. We see it throughout your entire life. Everything culminated towards this. And yet it's still so hard to swallow that you would be treated so unfairly mocked by a ridiculous trial under the cover of night because it was so wrong but you endured you walked it you walked it humbly You walked it willingly. And Jesus, I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful. Lord, help us to keep our eyes fixed on you over the next few days. Forever, but specifically over the next few days. Help us to be open, ready, and willing vessels of your hope and your light for those around us. We are the Easter people, and resurrection is our song. We love you, Lord. Amen.